You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. On the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's L.A. Complex After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's L.A. Complex After Show. Hello, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another exciting after show for the L.A. Complex. Another beautiful night in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so before we do anything else, let's introduce everyone. I'm Emil Innish Jr., and I'm joined here with... I'm Kelly. I'm Miriam. <laughs> she thought I surprised. <laughs> Ladies is always first. I you... know. I'm just, you know, I am. <laughs> I'm just being, I don't know. Okay. I'm not and, traditional and, sometimes. <laughs> and I'm Bam Erickson. <laughs> and uh, we're doing, what, episode two tonight? Yeah, uh-huh. season, two, ca- season two, episode two. Episode two. It's two. called The Contract, and we had another great, exciting episode. Um, we're on Twitter, I think. Kelly has her iPad right there, so if yes. you want to tweet with us, you know, we'll see your tweets and we'll try to address any pertinent questions or comments if we can. And that's at, at and that's at AfterBuzz TV. At AfterBuzz yeah, TV. Yeah, and you can tweet at me directly, Kelly, with an IE079, and we can get some of your questions answered. Yeah, she has a lot of followers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're still working on our... <laughs> still working, but we got a ways to go. Ways Kelly, to go. what did you call it? Huh? Uh, Tossback Tuesday or something? Oh, For what? following them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to do that. Sorry, that was like a while ago. I'm like, wait, I don't remember. Yes, we need to do a special, something like that, so they can get more followers. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking up like the hashtag for LA Complex and seeing what people are saying. Nice. So far, everybody's really excited that Cal's alive. Yeah. 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 Because yes. that's the cliffhanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last last week for the first episode of season two, we had Caldrick and uh, Tyreek's interaction and Tyreek leaving. Caldrick being a little on the downside, so he goes and he slits his wrists. Um, and that was just kind of scary. Now, there's been a lot of... Now, did you think that he slit his wrist, or did you think he hit his head? No, no, no. You no, could, he definitely slit his wrist. There was, wrist there was a, a blade on the floor. What? He slit his wrists, and um, I think he was just trying to end his life in the last episode. Also, in the last episode, we had um, Nick and Abby were finally together, and they were playing house. They now live together. They now are booking jobs and that's exciting for both of them. She booked a Christian show and he booked uh, being a writer, which he's never done before, right. for a, uh, a television show. And then we left Connor and Raquel. Um, they were interesting. Connor burned his house down, which today mm-hmm. we found is in like a two days. Yeah. Two days ago. Um, and he moves in with Raquel and she's prego. And is scared to tell him and hoping that it's his kid. Mm-hmm. So it, mm-hmm. it was a really interesting first episode to lead us to tonight's episode. And then Alicia left, thank God. Oh, Alicia left, yeah. which Pam was, <laughs> Pam was excited about that. You know yeah. what? I'm not going to say anything because some people made on um, on uh, Twitter that, I saw that. that I'm mean. But they said I was meaner for another show. And I was like, for real? And then they remember what I said. And it was like, no, you're meaner on L.A. Complex. So <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about Alicia. Well, I'll say this. We're, we're here to break down the show. We're here to break down the characters. We're here to, you know, get to the meat and potatoes of things. If you like everything and everyone, then you're just right. one of those guys and you're not. You're real. You're like, no, I don't like what I see. So I like your meanness. You call it as you see it. You hear that, right. you guys? Twitter people? That's <laughs> right. it's good she for spoke. everyone to have an opinion. Right. That's the thing. Exactly. That keeps the discussion going, you know? And that's why we say tweet us, you know, go to iTunes, leave comments, rate us and all that because it helps us do a better show and want to know what you guys are thinking and if it makes Bambi nicer, hey, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> I like you mean. One of the things I noticed on Twitter uh, today, there's a lot of Ben Watson fans, Tariq fans, who were really upset at his departure from last week because obviously he's not going to be on the show for a while. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see his return when he finally does return, how that's going to play out. But 
I'm a little upset that he's not there, but I think that once he comes back and he and Kaljurk are probably going to get together, uh, get together or have some type of um, communication or something, mm-hmm. everyone's going to fall back in love and be like, oh, yeah. you know. So I yeah. think I think it's for this. I think it's for the sake of the storyline, right. which is why we won't see him for a while. But I think when he comes back, everyone will be talking about it. Right. Well, he's such a strong character too that yeah. it, it's so he's not going to be forgotten. I don't think at all. Oh, no, their storyline so, is very yeah. very important. It's it's a big prominent part of the show I feel and if if he were to stay during this time with Caldrick's all this stuff happening with Caldrick he's dealing with his stuff like it's building their storyline to be even right. stronger than what it already is I mean mm-hmm. it's a pretty strong in fact I think we've all agreed across the board that that storyline is probably the number one storyline of the whole cast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Caldrick and Tyree? Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, hot mess number one and two, Connor and Raquel. <laughs> I'm, I'm like really starting to love their sappy, like very insecure, and they both need help characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really last them. episode he got drunk and, and threw a party and got drunk and told her he wanted to be her boyfriend. Yes, and then here we are the morning after, and we discussed this last week. You know, is it going to stick? Does he really feel the same way? And it was really nice to know that he did. He said that even um, after being sober. I still feel the same way. I still want us to be together. So I thought that was really cool. Well, I just feel like I wish Raquel would kind of let her her barriers down and just be open to things because she's so defensive and negative all the time. But she realized that she realized that when she went to that class. But right. before we before we get into that, what I also thought was really funny is she's such an actress and she's such a great liar. You know, when when she <laughs> when Connor walks in, she's like, oh, I'm not feeling so hot because, of course, she's pregnant, morning sickness or whatever. And then so he has coffee and she immediately is like, oh, I can't do coffee, uh, uh, caffeine because I'm on a cleanse. I mean, <laughs> she's so on it when it comes to getting her story together. She does not. But she's a great actress right. yeah. lying to um, lying to Connor about her not being pregnant or not. I'm still waiting when is she going to reveal the pregnancy to somebody because won't this affect her if she does finally book a role or maybe that's what's going to happen if she books a role that's going to come into play later on because if she's pregnant and well she has a little bit of time she's been doing like guest spots and you know one you know one episode here one episode there she's not necessarily at this point booking you know steady steady gigs I mean hopefully she will and then it'll be a factor but right now where her career seems to be stunted She's got some time in a TV movie. They yeah. shoot those pretty she, quickly. Yeah. The TV movies they shoot really quick. Which she got, which she didn't want the role, and then she decided to take it after you know she couldn't get anything else. But like she has, I would think she is in the trimester period. She's in her, well, first, her first trimester. trimester. Yeah, first trimester. Yeah, and in it, it, it's it isn't until about five months where women tend to really pop out and show yeah. that they're pregnant. So she has a good. We, I'm, I'm assuming she's about two months pregnant, maybe a month, <laughs> probably a few weeks at the rate the show's going with yeah. every episode being on a day-to-day. Um, so she's probably a few weeks pregnant. She's got four months ahead of her if she kind of just, you know, dresses properly and knows how to yeah. cover it and hide it well. She can hide it for a while, that's yeah. for sure. Which yeah. I know that happens. So. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think as far as, you know, she's getting these roles from her from her agent who's saying, you know, I have this for you, I'm turning it down. I have this for you, okay, I'm going to turn that down. What do you think, because I know when you first start off, on your career, you may see yourself in certain roles and you don't want to jeopardize it by taking this or taking that because you don't want to be typecast in that role or you think it may somewhere down the line hinder your success. But she's at that point in her career where she kind of needs the money and she's turning these things down, but it's kind of... I think that Raquel is kind of on this high horse Mm -hmm. that she feels that she deserves every lead and the reality check came in this episode and not that it wasn't already coming in in the last season (laughs) but it's really starting to hit home because yes yeah, she's trying to go out for these bigger roles and she's turning things down left and right which any if you're a smart if you're smart in the entertainment business as long as it's not an Alicia kind of job where you become a hooker mm-hmm. or, I mean, a porn star. Whatever she is Whatever days. she is these days. That isn't the Usher tour where if you... I feel that she needs to kind of humble herself a little bit in order to go and get the roles that she needs to take. And yeah. she's not doing that. So did she humble herself a little bit when she went to the class? And, okay. And so yeah, let's talk about that. So when she went to the class, you sit in front of, the, you sit in front of your, your peers and... 
they tell you the vibe and what they what they um what you present. And so the other girl, you know, was getting all different kind of comments like, oh, she's all these little nice things. And then the first thing that happens when Raquel sits down, the guy was like, I think she can play a bitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, so she started getting all of these uh, things. She's scary. She's um she's very uh, um guarded, guarded. And she was getting all of these things that she knows she is. Mm-hmm. So she took offense to it and she left. And then so when she went on and when she went on another audition, something kind of clicked into her head. So she had the blonde wig and she tried to play the character that she wanted that she wanted to do. She was trying to make a change. I under okay, I understand uh, you know, she wants these lead roles, she wants this and that. But at the same time, they're supporting actors and actresses who have that certain role that they play so well that they can sometimes be better than the lead as far as getting recognized even more than the lead. So if she would just accept the fact, okay, maybe I'm not you know this lead warm character but i can play that bitch on the on the street or you know the the snarky sister whatever role she was going for and if she would accept that that part of her then maybe she could turn that into some money instead of trying to get the leads all the time Well, here's the thing too you have to remember that in her mind she wasn't walking into a classroom with her peers those are not her peers she is definitely like here they're there this is her mindset so the problem that she has is she cannot take constructive criticism. She cannot take criticism at, at all. all. And that is what is going to handicap her a little bit in this because this this episode I think was was very was a great episode them focusing on her character for aspiring actors and people that are looking to get into this industry because this is a serious conversation that managers, agents, and PR people have with their clients because you have to remember, you know, as you guys know, yourself is your product. So when you're so deep in your own head that all you see is this one certain vision, you don't want to accept that, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be this way or that way or you don't really... You know, you're so focused on what you think is going on. She doesn't want to see anything else. So everybody else is wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't think she took anything away from that class other than here's what people want to see. I'm going to be that for this audition. No, I think that she I think that when she went in there, she wasn't expecting to be called out for who she really is. And I think that her her run in the entertainment industry prior to this moment has made her jaded, has made her bitchy. And it's showing across the board. She I think that's where she kind of isn't that great of an actress, because if she was, she could get past her own normal uh, emotions and ego to be the part that she wants to be, but she can't do that. She's not in the right headspace for that. So when she was in that class, I felt that she, even though she wasn't um, receiving all the the criticism or the actual factual in the in the best way, and it, a good example of that is when she got up and she's like, um, "I will tell you exactly what I am. I am a working actress." Right. That right there, but was is her she, ego? Across, that was so yeah. funny about it. No, she's not, she's not and that's the thing. And that's in her saying that out loud to these people that pretty much called her out on her on her stuff when she went into that audition I think in the back of her mind she was like I'm going to prove these people wrong I can be sweet I can be cute I can be boop 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 you know and she pretty much didn't nail that at all you know she really tried by changing her look and you know putting a bigger smile on her face and rosing up her cheeks but but what I mean is as far as her actually taking anything in personally I don't believe that she did because you can't I think she knows what people say. She knew it when her agent was telling her on the phone. Like she was, you could see the look on her face. Like she was kind of like, well, you know, so when she goes to this place and they all call her out, she knows this. This is nothing she doesn't already know. I hate to be She's just not um, at the point where she wants to face it. I don't mean to be a a switcher, but no, I, you're right. I don't, yeah, I don't think that she actually would like paid attention is looking at herself and thinking, hey, no, she wants to get a job. She's got this kid. She's freaking out. She is everything that they said she was. She knows this. She's known this forever. She already knows. She just doesn't want to deal with it. I just had an aha moment about Uh that when you said she's got the kid and she needs the money. Uh I mean, that, I mean, that makes total sense to why. The, the interaction with her and Connor at the end of the episode it totally makes sense. But yeah, for him to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Well, let yeah, let's talk about that. So you know, so we have all this with Raquel, and you know, she's got a you know, she tried to go do her little I want to be the girl next door when she should have taken her agent's advice. She should have read. 
for the part she was originally called in for because she, you know, it didn't work out in her favor. She's just not that person, as you said before. She doesn't want to admit it. These are things that hopefully we'll see her character work through. And then once she, and then once she wanted to take the role, then the role was not, um, right. it wasn't available. Right. So, so then we jump over to Connor, yeah. and Connor gets, you know, this is when we're introduced to a yet another new character, which was a way better introduction than Simon. Yes, and Beth, I would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Krista Allen, who plays this character, and what was her? name jennifer jennifer bell jennifer, jennifer bell. bell and apparently she is a big movie star and she list an a-lister she wants to have a meeting with connor and he thinks it's about a movie role so the thing that i thought was the cutest him being so new to hollywood is he tries to leave after 15 minutes and she's <laughs> she's 15 minutes late and he's ready to roll out yeah no you gotta <laughs> wait the whole hour <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like everybody's 15 minutes late when you're 15 minutes late you're on time you're on time <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we're introduced to this new character, and Chris Allen. I love her. I've, you know, I think she's great on all of her stuff. But this is a very interesting dynamic, and this, you know, this kind of stuff. Everyone speculates in the tabloids and all of that that this happens. But he, you know, thinks he's there for a movie role. There, she's asking him all these personal questions, and one of the things that people were tweeting is. You know, why would you tell a total stranger that you burned your house down? You know, she asked him a question, tell me a secret, and he actually does. He's a hot mess. He's naive. (laughs) He's not the smartest. Sometimes he's not the brightest uh, crayon in the box. Yeah, he's naive. Yeah, so he really tells her the truth, and then I think that's when it kind of, like, went off in her head, because we find out that she doesn't want him for a movie role. She wants him to play her boyfriend. I like how... For six months. For six months, with the option... option of another six months. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a contract. I mean, I thought it was funny. You guys were like, "Is she gay? Like, why can't she just pick up a man on her own?" Um, which which was funny. I couldn't help but to laugh on well, that. Well, you one. know why we thought that. Why do you think that? Because that well, allegedly in Holly, I'm shut up. Oh no no no! Uh, no, give us the insight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Allegedly in Hollywood, yeah. if you are. I mean, look at look at Cal Caldrick, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you are not playing for your for the opposite, playing with the opposite team and playing for the same team, you tend to want to shadow it with right yeah. a beard. I I love that this storyline went this way; that it was about her age and not her sexual Sexy, orientation. Yeah. It was that very was much so different. It was very much it. a Demi Lovato, Ashton Kutcher vibe, which she was saying, you oh, know, Demi Moore. You mean no, Demi Lovato. <laughs> Demi Moore, Ashton Kutcher, vibe. She was saying, you know, the eighteen-year-olds don't even know who I am anymore, so I have to get back into the the limelight, and I need to be relevant, right? Well, mm-hmm. I like how she said when they were ha- when they were trading secrets. He's like, well, what's your what's your biggest secret? She's like, I'm scared of disappearing. So she initially gave him a little insight to to what was about to happen. Yeah. And so when they sit it. down with all these yeah. lawyers mm-hmm. and she's like, sign the confidentiality and then I'll tell you why you're here. And then she throws down this whole, you know, be my man for six months. She didn't even t- make it about sex. It was just straight up, you're the new hot young thing. I'm the old hot thing and I want to stay relevant. I don't want to disappear. And that happens a lot. In Cal- and she has yeah. a lot of clout right and now. And she has a lot of clout and she says, if we're together for six months, you will be the biggest star and you'll be able able to be um, an A-lister and you'll be able to carry your own movies and, and be a star. Well, the thing is, too, you got to remember, he's a television star. This is his very first, pretty much his first acting job. He's never done a movie. This will elevate, this will bypass so, so many much. steps. How do I get his life? Me. Like, <laughs> he just gets all these okay. career options. I thought, I, roll the dice. It's luck, honey. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, gosh, why can't that be me? Like, his problems are not real people problems. <laughs> <laughs> But but he ha- in his head he really does have real people problems. Yeah. Yeah. He has issues like it's no one's business. He should be hanging, you know, he should be over in the, you know, talking to someone and getting some real, you know, therapy. Him he and really- Caldrick needs to be like everybody yeah. on the show needs therapy. <laughs> they all need to be in the psych Those hospital. Those two more so than anyone. Yeah. But no, but I liked I liked that that it went there so rather than the obvious uh, yeah. that we thought oh yeah. was well, she a lesbian? You know, that's the obvious but, way uh, to go. But also now in Hollywood, that is really the thing about Brandon and Stan relevant so I feel that this storyline like you said is way better than her being like a you know gay mm-hmm. or bisexual or something this is relevant this is this hits today this is what everyone talks about mm-hmm. you have to stay relevant you have to be in the press you have to call TMZ you have to do all of the all of those things to stay to stay relevant and so it hit right on the nail it's so much work seriously. it is be fabulous in Hollywood yeah. I mean seriously <laughs> you gotta keep you know your name has to be on the tip of everybody's tongue you, you do and that's yeah. the thing that people don't realize especially in this town that you have to go out and you have to 
to be seen. And she's she's like pretty much giving it to him on a platter. And yeah. he doesn't even realize it. So when him and Raquel, you know, are coming in at the end of the day, she's in her wig and <laughs> and he's, you know, his hot mess self, all messy. And, uh, you know, he she, he asked her, how was your day? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. He's, she's like, how's your day? I'm not allowed to, to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. And when he finally does divulge the information to her, he breaks his confidentiality. He says to her, look, I was offered pretty much to be kind of like a prostitute. Mm-hmm. I was offered to be her, her, her boy toy for six months. And I think that in Raquel's head, her, her ulterior motive is this. If she, if he takes this deal, and then she tells him, oh, by the way, we're having a baby. Because he, he, he did say to her, he's like, I don't want to do this. What happened to what you said to me this morning? Mm-hmm. Don't you still want me to be your boyfriend? And she's like, I absolutely do want to be with you. It's only six months. She's pretty much selling him to the yeah. devil. Yeah. Yeah. And I, in, in, it could hurt her. It could benefit her and hurt her. Well, one of the things I, th- I thought she said was interesting. She says, Jennifer gets the fake you and then I get the real you. Mm-hmm. That's true. So she that was a way to reassure. But I, I you, we know she has motives Absolutely. in the back of her head. And so do you think that by her saying that this is something that Connor should do, do you think she's thinking because she's an actress and she kind of knows the, the, the game? Do you think she was coming from that perspective? Or why do you think that she would just say, I think you should do it? I think she was coming from both. Mm-hmm. I think yes. as a working actress, and she, I mean, especially the day that she had, you know, today, mm-hmm. I think she's coming from that. She says, this is an opportunity that doesn't come along very often. You've got to take it. And also, she need, you know, he needs to make money and, you know, establish a career to support this child they're going to have because she doesn't, I, I think she doesn't feel like she's going to be able to do it on her own. No. Considering the day that she's had and, you know, being pregnant and having to go through all of that is not necessarily going to you know, could hurt her career more than it'll help her. Well, I mean, obviously the wig bothered me, but (laughs) (laughs) there's some people who may enjoy that wig or other wigs. So if you do want to purchase, um, you know, a hair piece or a (laughs) self-help book or whatever you want, um, you can go to Amazon. But instead of going to Amazon.com, all we ask is that you go to AfterBuzzTV.com. There's a banner right at the top, guys. Amazon banner. You just click that. Take you straight to the website. You can make all your purchases through there, and it will help us out. You know, we get a portion of the proceeds to keep it running so we can keep talking about L.A. Complex and all your other favorite shows, Pretty Little Liars, America's Best. Actually, that's off right now. Yeah. But all the other after shows we do, we the do so many room. here. Yeah, newsroom, so many the glass here. Glass house. <laughs> shameless promotion here. Yeah, yes. Shameless plug. Empire Girls. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so please Dallas. do that. <laughs> I love please it. do that. And uh and check out all our other after shows. But make sure you go to Amazon through our website, click the banner, and you can make all your purchases there, and we would really appreciate it. Help us out. So uh yeah. Guys are so silly. So somebody, somebody <laughs> just tweeted me and was asking, you know, do we think it's weird that Connor signed the confidentiality agreement before he knew what it was for? I think no. yes. I think yes, because when he signed it, yes, it's, it might have said the type of a confidentiality agreement, but that was a lot of paperwork just to sign... I, I thought it was only two pages. I no, I mean, it was a little bit thicker, but it's all that, you know, lawyer mumbo jumbo stuff. But here's the thing that you have to remember when you're new in Hollywood and you're you don't know any better and you think you've got this A-list movie star sitting in front of you in your mind, she's going to about to offer you a movie part. You and it, it happens like this all the time. Not that it's right, but you're going to look at the top. You know what it is. Boom. I'm not going to say anything. What is it? I totally thought when he was signing the paper, I thought it was going in a whole different direction. Me too. I thought it was um I thought it was gonna go somewhere along the lines of um I don't know, but just the whole the the six month arrangement, I just didn't think it was going to I thought he was signing something and he was like signing his rights away for TV. His soul or to the devil. Yeah. Oh yeah, like signing everything we're gonna you know. Well, I mean if the thing is with the confidentiality agreement, the only thing that you're really saying is that you're not gonna talk about anything that's discussed from the moment you walk into the room to mm-hmm. the moment you walk out of it. Everything that happens in the that time frame you're not allowed to talk about with anyone so yeah. actually him telling Raquel they could and as he says don't tell anybody because mm-hmm. you can you know I'll get sued mm-hmm. so um, boy Marvel thanks for your tweets and I <laughs> hope that uh, that we help clarify that a little bit but you know you should always read everything before yes. you sign it which usually doesn't happen especially not in Hollywood that's how so many people get in so, so many bad contracts hence the reason this is called the contract <laughs> today. Do, I, I, do you read yours 
Do you read? I have my, my lawyer look at it. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a lawyer, so I have to read my yeah, own. I, I read mine, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. What does it say? My fake lawyer. I'm not, I'm not that cool. I, gotta, yeah. I have to read my own. I find a friend that is a lawyer. I'm like, can you explain this to me? Because I don't understand it. Well, I have to learn how to be a lawyer. So I every section A.25 slash 6, I have to read them all. Well, let's talk about Abby and Nick. Yes. So Abby and Nick, are, are they open with their characters happily and blissfully. <laughs> Rolling around in bed. Isn't that how every episode starts recently with them? With them, it, yeah, because yeah, they're like horny little, horny little kids now. They're all excited to be together, and you know, Nick doesn't want her out of his sight. So that I'm not really liking them together. It's kind of bugging me. Well, I don't think it's gonna last. Okay, I thought it was me, but I, I thought it was me, but I was not gonna say oh, anything. Good, I'm not the only one. Yes, ah, I, I, I don't know. I like him with Sabrina. I do too. I love their dynamic. I think that it's just a better fit, and. And, and a big part of me thinks that Abby's just with him for security. She, it's not really she needs like... She a place to stay. She's using him. Yeah, I don't really... Degree. But it's also... I think it's I bitter wish Abby would get a better story on. <laughs> I, At, go ahead. I feel like Abby and Nick... It, like, for Nick, it's he, he won the girl he wanted. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's sweet about it for now. Right. I like the storyline, the dynamics of how... He's clearly liking both women, although he's although he's Santa Sabrina. You know, I like. I'm with uh, I'm with Abby. We're living together, but he there isn't there is just an attraction that the two that uh, that uh, Nick and Sabrina have yeah. that you just cannot deny. And so I like the dynamics. I love the whole little three. <laughs> I'm I sorry, love, what? The what? I, I love the, the whole love little, triangle. Yeah, the love triangle. The <laughs> when did yeah. that happen? I love the light. Well, Next you know, episode. three. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I, I like the love triangle between them, but again, Abby's storyline, I just, sorry, I, she needs to get uh, some. I don't bit. really think there's anything wrong with Abby's storyline. Let's talk about the only thing wrong with Abby's storyline is her agent. She needs to get a new agent. Yes. First of all, he annoys me because every time he starts the conversation, oh, hi. Every single time. He Isn't he eating every time, too? Yeah. Isn't he always eating something? So he didn't tell her that she booked the role for Saving Grace. Yes. That was a big mistake. So she ends up being late. Yeah, he tells her late. And like, well, why are you not there? Are you supposed to be there 30 minutes ago? Because you're a horrible and, agent. And then there's a post. I mean, I'm assuming that there probably are some agents like that. So there's probably some... Some truth to that. Okay, I'm, but I could see if he was a busy agent. He doesn't even look like he has many clients. <laughs> That's why he's stuffing his face all the time. Yeah. I, I like I like it because again, you have a lot of people in Hollywood that talk like they're big stuff, right? And they're bums like this guy. <laughs> so I, I I can respect that. At least I he mean, has an office. Well, and yeah. at least he's actually getting her auditions. And well, she is that office something. really his room? We never we don't know. Let's true. Well, uh, let's talk about this though because. When she's leaving the apartment, she bumps into Connor and he spills the coffee on her. And she's like, oh, does this look okay? Because she takes her top off and she just wears the bra top. It would have taken like five minutes to just go upstairs and get a new shirt. Why didn't she? his shirt. It It would have taken like two minutes. I thought she was going to take his shirt. I did too. It's not that big. I thought, yeah, I thought she was going to take her shirt, or she was going to take his shirt. I absolutely thought the same thing. It was like, first of all, she's wearing a man's shirt to begin with as she's running out the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That would just make sense. But then the coffee went on both of them. Right. Yeah, but his was more so on the bottom of the shirt. You know what I mean? She could have tucked it in. Well, that come, and her pants were all yeah. wet from the coffee, too. Yeah. Wait, How but, come she didn't have an extra shirt in the car? But what I was going to say is... When she got to set, wardrobe was going to fit her in whatever she's wearing for the show anyway, so it didn't really matter, except she for first impression. Yeah. Right. And so she really, I mean, if she would have knew better, she could have just went into her trailer, she could have grabbed a shirt before going to see um, the, the director. Isn't this something that we talked about in the very beginning of season one, when she didn't have any water in her car? Yeah, Remember, guys? Yeah, the, I thought about that, the too. The L.A. trunk, the, everything right. that you're supposed to have in your trunk when you live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. a change of clothes, some bottled water, and beach stuff, Always. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. She she's not prepared, and that's obvious. And the sad thing she's is, she's never prepared. No, no. I mean, but she's naive to the whole system of how mm-hmm. this how it works. And and hopefully by the end of the season, she kind of like gets on the horse and gets with the program. Yeah. But I think for her, she's just completely clueless. And for her to show up to this Christian television show when she was dressed like a hooker, wearing a bra, like I wanted to reach through the screen and just smack her. She said, I got it from American Apparel. It's called the Bra Top. Uh, <laughs> like, what? And she's going to a Christian show. Yeah. I mean, I'm... <laughs> well, maybe... Do, do you think she knew how 
how Christian like the show was. Yeah, I don't she think knew. Audition. She knew. When oh. they called her a prostitute when she was wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. And now she comes in a bra top and shorts. I was just trying to not be negative and just trying to say something positive. It's okay to be clearly, mean, honey. Okay. <laughs> Keep it real. This yeah. is one of those but, moments where you can be mean. So can we talk about now once she was on set? <laughs> Well, which part? So when she has a meeting, so when she has a meeting with um, <laughs> with, I'm just gonna say Alan Thicke because yeah, that's yeah. Alan Thicke, the the writer producer. Love him, by yeah. the way. And so he wants her to do a standard uh, morality clause, mm-hmm. and then so if any, um, if she sees anything amongst the other uh, um, amongst the other cast members, she must report it. I mean, who the hell? I've never been on. A, have you heard of a set like that? It's but it's crazy. a Christian but network. It's a Christian, it's a Christian network, so I don't, I don't think it's really that out there. But I think for the most part, with the kind of show and the network that it's on, they're trying to avoid, and I hate to say this, but call, call it what it is, Lindsay Lohan moments, mm-hmm. where she's playing this really cutesy Disney person, and then she's this hot mess outside in public. Yeah. Right. They're trying to protect it all across the board. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the part of, if you see anything, tell us, the whole ratting things out thing, that's not cool. No, it's not cool. <laughs> no, and, but also, again, it goes back to, because remember, this is a morality clause, and what he says to her is this, your etiquette has to be like this on and off the set. So wherever you are, it all goes back to read what you sign. So, yeah. so I'm wondering if that's going to play a part later and on. That actually does, and, and that actually does happen a lot here in Hollywood, mm-hmm. where you have people, like for actors who are like 175, 50 years old, and they're playing like teenagers. <laughs> and so when they're in public, they can't like have beer and other things like that because people think that they're teenagers so I I, I get that Mm -hmm. but I think what makes Abby's storyline now interesting is when she walked in on the two characters who are brothers and sisters on the uh, on the TV show, but they're making out and they've been uh, oh they've no been, they're yeah. getting on yeah, they were, they were, they were getting nasty. on and and so they've been they've been together for um the show's been on for six, six seasons mm-hmm. and they've been together since season one and so only only the two of them know and then the gay makeup artist mm-hmm. and so now she has to be a part of this big lie and mm-hmm. so I'm sure it's gonna probably come this is gonna blow up at some point what bothered me was the the Laura character her co-star who was getting it on with the Brandon yeah she came on a little too aggressive like oh my god I will slit your throat like um no I honestly I would have done the same thing if I were her because here she is on this Christian television show six years They've been together now for three years. They've managed to keep their relationship under wraps for three years because they said that Alan Thicke's character is psycho. Yeah, He's absolutely crazy. And for for them to be able to keep it on the DL for as long as they have, they have a lot to lose. They have a lot to lose, yeah. When you're playing a a lead role on a show, which they are lead characters, the brother and the sister— that's a lot of money you're talking about. That's a reputation. And syndication money, too. Well, and plus their relationship. She could lose her job and her relationship. Yeah. You know, so that's definitely not but something I, you want to play with. But I do agree with you that she was a little, she came off a little too strong. And then, like, oh, hey, let's go out for drinks later. I I mean, I got what they were doing, though. But the thing is, when they went to the arcade, they got drinks, drinks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if they're supposed to be on this Christian network and you're in Hollywood, there's always somebody watching. So how could they go out for drinks without... It looked like they had sodas. Maybe that, I mean, I a, mean a drink that could be a Can you even be get water? drink drinks that are not great? Do they have arcades? Depending. If you're a Dave & Buster's. Yes. Yeah, Dave, I was going to say Dave & Buster's. Yeah, Dave & Buster's. But I know we don't have a Dave & Buster's in downtown LA. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they were. I think but. it's like in Anaheim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but also... Um, if you're a producer, director, and the person that controls your livelihood and your whether you can be on the show or not is that psycho and crazy, why are you doing it in the dressing room without the door lock? Where anybody could walk in, Where exactly. Anyone can walk Yeah. They were being careless. Maybe they're yeah. just so... Sometimes when you have a secretive thing going on, it's exciting well, to just Well, that's what makes it hot, do but it still, and, yeah. lock the door. Well, one of the things that we noticed at the end of this scene was with... Um, Abby and Connor. Abby, or Connor called Abby, and he was just trying, no, not Connor, Nick. Abby and Nick. Nick called Abby trying to get a little bit of advice because obviously he had a horrible day at work. Right. And he just wanted to talk to her, and this is where we saw where Abby's, I don't want to say career, but 
you can see there's going to be a little break because she can't fully devote to him like he wants. Right. But then also because she's stuck in now in this big secret, she couldn't talk because of music. So the circumstances for both of them was just not, it just didn't work. I'm sorry. I don't buy that crap. She is just selfish. And it goes back to me not really liking their characters being together and thinking she's just using him. Because even in the morning, she gets that call. She runs out. She's late. It's her, his first day at a job, too. And he doesn't, she doesn't even acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. She's too wrapped up in her own stuff. And she bolts she doesn't even you know she walks over to the side if you can walk over to the side walk outside and answer the phone that's your boyfriend you know what i mean give them the courtesy to do that yeah you know what i mean it it goes she's just way too selfish and wrapped up in her own thing and that's why i just i don't feel like she cares about him to the extent that he does because even um sabrina is encouraging him to speak up in their meetings and that way he doesn't get let go and you have to talk, you have to do this, don't be stupid. And she's, in, you know what I mean? Yeah, Even though that's jeopardizing her own kind of thing too. And, I, and they're also very competitive, but she ha- she looks out for him. Yeah, exactly. I like that. It was his first day at his new job. He's never been to writer's room. She was trying to give him helpful tips throughout the whole day, just kind of nudging Even if everything. it's a little sarcastic and condescending, yeah. it's still that's their thing. But, but, but that's, their, that's their relationship. Right, exactly. You know? But the fact that she pinches him, makes him stand up, makes him speak out loud and Abby doesn't even have the decency to stop and wait and say oh hey have a good day kind of shitty well Sabrina's gonna swoop on in (laughs) no I I, I agree I totally you know it's just I don't know I just think that she should stop for us you know I just I'm, well, it's you know, just starting to annoy me more and more every episode when well, I see that's, that. Well, that's good. Well, I, again, I think that <laughs> they should just, she just needs uh, help with her kid. I just, nothing she does, I like. Okay, okay. Sorry. I just. No, no. I mean, you know what? It's, it's all right, though. It's okay to not like her character and her storyline because it is kind of crappy. And I never thought, and I also never thought about her being selfish. So that just makes me dislike her. <laughs> oh my God. She does well, not look out for her man. And, and her and, man and, is and helping her. her. He's giving her an apartment. She's living there for free. Yeah. She's not looking out for her dude. And she needs well, to. Well, she needs to look out for him because she doesn't look out. Somebody else will. Well, well, somebody else is trying. Yeah. Um, well, and to like in, to, in her defense too, she is really young. She's in a you know a different country. She's in a different city. She's trying to do her own thing. And I think maybe but it's she's not. Had a, she's had a boyfriend before. But maybe this isn't malicious. Maybe yeah. she just doesn't know how to balance, and she just you know what I mean. And she's just a little, it's a little overwhelming. Maybe. Hmm. You know. Not too late. <laughs> we can't make up excuses for her. <laughs> too late now. Not at all. I still don't. Like, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm trying to be, you know, look on the other side. Well, on, on the other side, you know, Nick does still have Sabrina in the wings. And it's unfortunate now where she's encouraged him to step up and say something where he actually came out with a some semi-decent idea for the for Paul's show. Um, they find out at the end of the day that they don't have budget for both of them. They only have budget for one. And so now it brings them from having this really great chemistry and being able to play off of each other to now we're competing against each other once again. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say what truly sucks about that is right before that when she kissed him and then he told her about Abby. So now I feel like if he didn't tell her that right before, they could have still had that chemistry, still being competitive, Mm -hmm. but still kind of used each other because he kind of lost without her. He doesn't, he's not that funny. She supports and nudges him to, you know, speak up. So without her helping him, I don't think he really has a chance surviving. Yeah, once once he mentioned the whole I'm with Abby and we're staying together and then that news dropped, okay, she was like, okay, you're on your own. Yeah, I got I this was, now. I, I was really hoping, like, it would be something nice where, like, they can, like, split, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, they could split the, um, they could split the, the, the pay, but now he messed up and so she's gonna go after him. Yeah, now it's on. Yeah. yeah. But of course, they're probably gonna get it on that way too because we saw oh yeah preview. we saw it in the oh, preview oh yeah we so he's gonna have to try to save his job yeah. <laughs> but before we go to um before we go to itunes and um talk about cal can we talk a little bit about the new storyline with um uh the girl and the little boy oh simon, and, simon beth. and beth well people were tweeting actually who is this homeless chick with the kid brother <laughs> okay thank you i don't and then and then you drive down from canada in one day <laughs> She was because, calling it. Because it was revealed that Connor burned the house down two days ago. Okay, but the thing is, what part of Canada were you in? Like, they left at night, in the middle of the night. And bam, now they're here the next First thing in the morning. It was like the sunrise. Like, how did you? <laughs> you got there in a couple yeah, of hours? It was like, like, it was like, it wasn't even like 7 o'clock yet. It was probably like 6.30 in the morning. Like, how did you get so there that overpassed. fast? And then, and then you just so happened to land at the L.A. complex. <laughs> 
and then you're having a meeting with wait, Eddie. Wait, oh, that was the thing I was gonna say. How did she find a place so freaking fast? Oh, because I saw the sign. So it you doesn't work driving. like that out here. Yeah, it just does not. Other signs, just gonna call people and hope they right. answer. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't just happen to bump. Oh yeah, I saw the sign. Oh, you have a room. Oh, that's great. Let's move in. Yeah, it was it was too easy. It was too easy. And then so she can't afford it. And so, of course, um, she does the whole uh, she does make some suggestions about the repairs. And so she's, of course, she's a repair woman as well. All of a sudden, she's an electrician. She's she a, can yeah. do it all. Savvy chick. Now, despite. I the, can, yeah, I agree with that. Despite the getting there in 24 hours kind of a thing or 12 hours. I think that uh, with her character, them landing in L.A., they're on top of the hill overlooking the, uh, whatchamacallit, overlooking L.A., and for them to, I mean, that could, they could be right up at the top of, like, Moholland, drive down on Highland, and there is the L.A. complex. Yeah. That's true. So it's well, very, they were at the Overlook, yeah, so it's what, a, whatever. It's a centrally located Yeah. Thing. Well, why don't you guys go to iTunes, download our podcast, please rate and comment, let us know what you think of the show, let us know what you think of these new characters. We're not really kind of getting it right now, but maybe there's something we're missing, is there something that you guys see that we don't? It really helps us out when you leave comments and, you know, rate us, it'll help us, you know, kind to make the show better and we want to get your opinions so please go to iTunes and you can download our show along with all the other great shows we do here at After Buzz. And thanks to the people we actually have some people who leave comments yes. and ratings on iTunes and YouTube so thanks for that guys. And don't forget about po- the podcast app. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So the podcast app um, it's a new app called Podcast and basically what it does is it organizes all of your subscriptions so you know all the shows that you have for um, for After Buzz say Dallas and Fallen Skies and whatever else. America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent <laughs> and, of co- and of course LA Complex it organizes all of it uh, it organizes it for you so it's a really great app and so it's you free guys make sure mm-hmm. that you go to iTunes and download the podcast app yeah yeah awesome now let's talk about Cal Ooh. this was deep I'm really I mean obviously we've all liked this storyline from the beginning but we're really trying to we're starting to see another side of him where he's Human? He's vulnerable. Yeah, he's human and vulnerable. And we opened up where he's in the hospital bed and his homie's there. What is his homie's name? No, that's the producer. No, 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 no. that's not. That's his that's childhood his, friend. Yeah. Just, just, we don't know his name, though. I hate to, I, forget. I hate saying this, especially with me being black, but they look alike. <laughs> I mean, dude Why looks kind of rough. I'm sorry, because, you know, I, I'm sorry, but well, I, I thought it was the producer. I'm sorry. I will. They this. do. They are very similar. They have similar features. Oh, you meant the producer and the friend? I thought you meant him and Cal. I was like, oh. no, no. I'm talking <laughs> no, about when Cal and his friend. I'm talking about when uh, Cal was in the hospital. The producer was. Uh, the producer said, you know. Um, no, that was his friend. No, that that's his, his friend. That's okay. his childhood friend. This like his assistant. I'm enforcing the stereotype. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's all good, honey. All black people look the same. <laughs> no, but it is. It's it's his childhood friend that's grown up with him and's kind of had his back, and you know, is the one that's going to erase everything for him. Okay, and kind of keep up his rough rep. Well, let's, he talks about telling, or he tells Cal. So you know, that's his best. You think he knows? It's his be- no. no, he, no, doesn't, he know. doesn't know. He doesn't Nobody know. knows okay. except for the producer and Tariq. And Tariq. Mm-hmm. But he he tells him, you know, the doctor's going to come in, ask you some questions. I need you to say no to everything, and then we can get out of here. Just say no, no, no. And what does Cal do? He says yes, 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 yes. to He's every question. Not ready to leave. Right. I, and naturally, his friend wants him to. All right, come on, let's get up and move on. Let's keep moving forward, kind of a thing. And do let's keep doing you, kind of a thing. Because well, he doesn't know how deep I this feel like that's, trauma is. That's not a real friend. If I tried to commit suicide, I wouldn't want to be rushed out of the hospital by my friend. Like, let me live. No, but I do get that. I get that, and then I get it because he's a um, he's a rapper. He's famous, and there's more that he can lose if someone if word got out that he was in some psych that he was oh, well, in some. Well, and war. we find out that it did. Yeah. So it already got leaked, and they just want to get him out of there, and they don't know the severity of what he's going through. So they just and a lot of time we keep, we don't have time to deal with this we need to keep you on track we need to do this and we'll figure that out later and he obviously needs to talk to somebody and he knows it and and it's really sad because here he is he says yes to all the questions he's admitted into the psych hospital um and, and then he wants to go off on everybody. You touch him, he ready, he's so ready to So defensive. Fight. But Very he's defensive, always been. But right. always been defensive. But what I thought was so funny is you can tell the old black guy who was just standing there in that same spot the whole time not looking at anybody. 
And so Caldrick totally goes off on him. And the what they doctor, call him, the abyss. Yeah, he's in yeah. this. The poor man hasn't spoken in four years. And so I just I thought that was really funny. Well, he had his uh, Cal had his group therapy session. Yeah, and I'm sorry you explained. Yeah, he had his group therapy session and he wasn't really opening up at all. Then he had his one on one session with the doctor. Still didn't open up. He looked it, like he wanted to almost. He wanted to open up, but, you know, it, it was sad seeing those moments because, yeah, he really wants to open up. He wants to tell somebody. He can't tell anybody. All he had was Tariq. Tariq was probably one of the only people he's opened up to about his sexuality. And then, obviously, Tariq hates him now. Yeah. And and the, and the wording and the way that the script is written, the doctor said, just say it out loud. It will help. Mm-hmm. And I and you could tell that really hit him where he really felt like he wanted to and he absolutely just could not man up and, and say what he had to say. But I thought that was really powerful. There was one thing that um, and I don't know. I was reading on Twitter some of the comments, too. I don't know if there's another character that's going to come into play. Somebody was saying maybe a dad will come in or something. But when the there was somebody else in group therapy, the one he went off on, the thing that he said was, um, we won't judge you here. And I don't know if there's somebody in his past who maybe he told and he tried to open up and then there was some judgment. And that's why he's so closed off before his career started, maybe. No, I think the judgment comes from within himself. And he still is not ready to accept the fact of who he is. And it's hard for him to say it out loud. Just like it's hard for Raquel to say out yeah. loud that I am a bitch. Yeah. I am jaded. Or it's anyone, hard for him to say. Well, that's why I, I think it was. Who does drugs, you know, no one right. wants to say I'm, I do drugs or I do crack. Well, that's why when he when his friend came and, you know, basically forced him to leave, I thought it was really powerful when he goes to the old man that's standing well, there still staying, you know, still staying still standing in that one position and and he says what he says in that very derogatory way because I think that's how he feels about it. See, again, I thought that was, so that was not the producer who said, come on. No, no, no. No, That's his friend. friend. That's his friend. His friend comes to his rescue, rescue, but he goes to the man and he, you know, he says it out loud as the doctor suggested, but he said it in a very derogatory way because I think he feels like it's, that's that's how he feels. That's how he feels. And he hugged him and he got, he cried. I I like that he he actually went and said it out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He needed to do that, especially with him being forced to leave the hospital prior to him being ready to go. He needed to say it out loud. And knowing that this man has not spoken, spoken. in years, yeah. that was the safest person he right. could ever say it to. I know, it was. And, and that, get that, it off his chest and I say was, it out loud. I was secretly, I know it would have been corny, but I was secretly waiting for like the man to be like, it's okay. Or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I have to admit. <laughs> For him to just like all of a sudden <laughs> speaks after all this time. I'm going to tell everybody yeah. now. And that no. would have just freaked the hell out of Cal. <laughs> yeah. But no, I thought You'll it probably was, start beating them. Yeah. I thought it was great, though, that he got to get it out. So hopefully this will help him a little bit on his journey to self-discovery and, you know, dealing with this and really working it out. Well, so uh, very I hope so, too. But let's take a quick commercial break, have some news and gossip, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Woolly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. You know, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the After Buzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Oh, that woolly bear. (laughs) (laughs) All right, news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so for uh, season two week, uh, season season two uh, episode one, the ratings was six hundred and sixty one thousand. So, so that's, that's higher. It's, that's better. That's higher. Yeah, I'm surprised it got yeah. that many. There's no promotion. Yeah, it's, it's higher. Seriously, CW still hasn't cracked a million, but <laughs> we'll it's take it. Ta- yeah. But also, they've got the you know Canadian ratings and all of that, mm-hmm. so it could. It gets it's getting a lot so of hits. So between the two, it can maybe hit a mill. I don't know. Yeah. So hit me? What? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I nice. did. And and also, the creator, Martin Greco, said that he still believes that L.A. Complex is, is going to do well. And he uh, said that we're making the show um, we're making the show that we made last year. I just 
I think that it's just better. It's more confident. It looks a lot better. And that he also feels fortunate that we've been given an opportunity to have uh, people find the show. And so people forget about it. But we're take uh, we're talking about how it's one of the best shows of the season. And, and so he's confident that the show is going to. You know, it's a great show. I think that CW just really needs to invest in some promotion mm-hmm. for it, and, I and think it would it's getting stronger. Up. But you can't, you can't promote, you can't put money into a show that's not bringing money. So if it's it only, would, if they would but, promote, though, it's a great show. Be, but they could be promoting in Canada because I think it starts earlier and it's lasts longer. So their promotion may be going there. We're in but, a different country, yeah. than right? In, right <laughs> but, I know, but because what, it's overlapping, yeah. You know, maybe that's an issue. But what I'm, know. but what I'm saying, if a show doesn't, if a show can't crack a million. That's not a lot of money because the money comes from from the. But the just looking overall at CW shows, they're struggling as a network, regardless. Yeah, so, so, so I don't. I mean, I used to say promote, promote, promote. But if it's not if it's not bringing in, but anything, even social media wise, that, that's not necessarily you know a big expense to do a lot of social media stuff. So there are ways to promote it without necessarily breaking the budget. Just hire us. So seriously. you know, yeah. Apps, yeah seriously. Yeah. I need yeah. a job. Seriously, <laughs> I need a job. Uh, but yeah, let's do some quick predictions. Yes. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So, Connor and Raquel, is she going to tell him finally she's pregnant next episode? No. Probably not. I think he's going to walk in on her having morning sickness and be like, what is going on? And she's going to have to. I think she's going to prolong it, I say, probably toward episode eight or nine. Mm, Really specific. Wow. You know, I'm going to have to go with you on that one. Because it it makes the story better. She'll probably get a part or something. And at some point when she's probably like made it or she's on the on the verge, then she's going to get pregnant. Then she's going to be. But I wonder if she's going to tell him, like, I think he's going to have to walk in and like see something going down and be like, what is wrong with you? That's what I think. I don't know if she's necessarily going to... I predict that Connor is going to walk in on her having maybe a miscarriage. Oh. I also thought about a miscarriage, too. Interesting. I think there's a miscarriage in her future. Sorry, honey. But that just makes the show dramatic, and it already is. And I think that that he's going to be like, why didn't you tell me about this and freak out? And that's going to push him more into Jennifer Bell's arms. And he might opt for that extra six months. I think I do think that their relationship is gonna it's gonna be more than just um just an arrangement. It has to be that would be boring. Yeah. Uh, Nick and Abby obviously Nick's gonna sleep with Sabrina. Yeah, what's gonna happen to Abby though? Because she needs gonna, that place to stay. Abby's gonna fall on her head and just. I think she's gonna sleep and, with Brandon. I see some tension Ooh. there. There's some sexual well, tension you know, there. Might, it might Is get it? a little freaky over there. So maybe it, they might be know. doing the twins doing a threesome. <laughs> There's your threesome. Yeah. Simon and Beth. I'm not really concerned with them. Cal. I'm waiting to see what what's next from him. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be an interesting storyline. And I'm hoping Tariq come back. Yeah, I hope Tariq comes back. I so, hope that uh, Cal gets some uh, therapy yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that when he comes back, that they can actually sit and say, you know what, we're in love deal. Yeah. yeah. And we have to say goodbye. So let's all give our handles. I'm Bam Erickson on Twitter. Miriam L. Gonzalez on Twitter. I'm Kelly with an IE 079. And I'm at Emilio E. Jr. and ChasingLA.com. Alright, so <laughs> thank you guys for watching and um, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 